Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Wrestling Podcast. That's wrestling spelled W-R-S-T-L-I-N-G. It's all of the graps, but without the E. But of course, me and G, we're not anti-E, we're simply pro-wrestling. My name is Liam, this guy is Gareth. Hey! Welcome back, my friends. Better late than never, as is the motto of this to hear podcast. It's <laughs> kind of moved from being not about the E to not about the day we say we're going to drop. Yeah. But still, such is life. Gary, how are you getting on? Yeah, not too shabby. Ticking along, uh... Working hard, planning a wedding. It's it's all happening. <laughs> Trying to sell my entire life. <laughs> but why isn't the podcast coming out on time? <laughs> <laughs> I should say it's not because of Gareth this week. He he was ready and available. We've got some illness in the house. It's the thing they yeah. don't tell you about parenthood is that it's a relentless treadmill of bugs and illnesses, you know? You're just living in a Petri dish over there. Basically, yeah, absolutely. And Muggins here has a sort of immune system of thor so you know i just end up having to do all the work it's yeah just absolutely... looking after everybody yeah no i don't i don't i don't begrudge that at all what's really lovely as well is that um normally my daughter only really falls asleep with her mum but obviously i don't want her to be poorly but if i'm looking for a silver lining is that she's had a couple of times now where she's fallen asleep on me which has been really sweet uh-huh. that hasn't happened since she was teeny tiny so there's uh there's something but obviously i want to back to full yeah. health anyway absolutely so so we're back at it as, as soon as uh our schedules would possibly allow we're back and uh yeah this is we're, we're keeping things rolling with interview season we've got the wonderful kj coming up a bit later on friend of the podcast and actually and uh, now entering the world of pro wrestling as opposed to being adjacent to it so that's very exciting and indeed inspiring so i think and uh, we mentioned this on the interview um but you know for those of you that like to find that band before they get signed. This is very much a case of that in terms of the wrestling scene in Dubai, learning a bit about something new, something up and coming, and maybe finding something that you're going to like. So I hope you'll enjoy that one. I'm sure people will. And so we've also got two big shows to talk about, one which we attended live and one which we didn't. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the one which we didn't was Choco Pro 300. Can you believe yes. we're up to 300 now? Where does the time go? I can't Truly. believe it. Truly, I remember 100 like it was yesterday, and it felt like a massive deal. And here we are now at 300. It's mad. Yeah, it's you know it speaks to sort of um, the niche that Gato Move slash Choco Pro has carved out for themselves uh, over these last 300 shows. That is still going strong, albeit now with fans back in attendance. I know, I know, and it's. I'm still. I must be honest. I'm still getting used to that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I like it a lot. It adds a different dynamic to mm. it um and i think it gives you even more appreciation of what they're doing because they're they already have to wrestle in in a, in a snow globe effectively you know not the the sort of typical big big moves that punctuate matches inside a ring they they do come but they're different here and you know for the most part it's the intricacies and the subtleties that um that make the difference and we'll, we'll touch on that further when we talk about the main event of day two but you know here it's even more paramount because they they really can't go much further than the chocolate square because it's packed out there's people there <laughs> even even going outside where i'm i'm confused i thought that that was a sheer drop but there's people yeah. sat there <laughs> i feel like i've been had <laughs> yeah they're up on the you know the hundredth floor there yeah. you know people 
people clinging on for dear life to the building to watch. I suspended my dis- disbelief briefly and just assumed they were really, really tall stools, but then they all moved. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. All right, whatever. Or they're all out there on, you know, like the things that the window washers have for very tall, like skyscrapers. Or Absolutely. Just, they stood on one of those. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... But, you know, it just heightened my appreciation for what they're doing because they are having to wrestle in such a a tight space. But they do a a fabulous job. And also with the audience, you get to see some of the things that Choco Pro has helped people develop organically come to fruition in front of a live crowd, perhaps more so than when they're in the ring. Again, we'll touch on this later. But yeah, just um, we'll, we'll talk about a couple of the big matches. G, but any overall thoughts from you? Things that stood out? Uh. Yeah, just lovely to have this celebration of of Choco Pro and get to move here. Um, you know, the sheer number of sort of sponsors and bouquets and everything for this is, was just wonderful to see. And so many uh, names that I think, you know, if you've been watching for a while, like so many names that you're super familiar with on those bouquets and uh, everything. It's just, yeah, it just was really lovely to see. And uh, I'm so glad that, you know, yes, we're up to show 300, but uh, long may it continue. Indeed. Does it go to 1,000? I was thinking about this earlier. <laughs> From a graphic design point of view, I think it becomes untenable past 900. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then there's something really appealing about the idea of Choco Pro 999. I think that's going to be badass. Um, let's see if we get there. Uh, let's talk about a couple of these big big matches and i will i will say quickly though if they make it to choco pro 666 they need to bring uh whacker back for yes. that show yes with, her little devil, with the devil Ram. Hands. yeah <laughs> um i wanted to talk about this mesa Ruga match mm-hmm. which um was a lot of fun indeed i mean that's just you know may's hallmark isn't it her, her uh calling card is having just super fun matches it's very true and it's interesting that we've officially got a pattern here now so you know because for 100 she had the match against mizuki banger match fell short uh 200 had the match against shoko banger match fell short you know two is not enough to make a pattern but three sure is and uh you know has this great match against natsumi Again, very, very good. Fell short again. It's mm. like May, May's got a bit of a block when it comes to the century shows. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. So I don't know if that's going to play into something else. Is is May still available by the time that 400 comes around with the way that her star is rising? I like oh, to think yeah. so. But, um, it's, it's wild, isn't it? Just how, uh, you know, just always on the sort of rise, oh, May. Yeah. But I like that she's kind of become the reverse Undertaker in these things. <laughs> Just can't buy a win on the uh, this these sort of century shows. But the matches are all great. Yeah. So you know, um, yeah. And th- this was a lot of fun as well. I I really enjoyed the dynamic with Natsumi, and I was thinking as well, has there ever been a smaller wrestler that acts in a more sort of aggressive heelish fashion? You know, like the reported fetish of Vince McMahon for smaller guys was always, oh, you're going to be a pit bull, yeah. you know? And I was thinking, well, none of them ever really were, but May, May has got that kind of side to her. Like she's the <laughs> small person that you don't really want to mess with. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm not sort of advocating Vince McMahon to start booking May. Cause I don't think that would work out very well for anybody involved. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it just it just uh, occurred to me that she really is the embodiment of that. You know, you could never imagine a Rey Mysterio as a heel, but you absolutely could with May, which um, I think mm. speaks to what she does. Yeah, you know, and we've seen a little bit of that in her her in AEW. Indeed, uh, her this recent run like has been you know with with Emmy and Aki there. So yeah, I I think it definitely works. Oh yeah, definitely. And this was really good fun. I was particularly impressed with um Nasumi carrying me sort of out of the out of the uh the hall round the corner, back <laughs> round the back, and then onto the rail. I mean, it looked like a lot of effort for for the amount of damage it did, but I was very impressed nonetheless. It was yeah. uh yeah, really good stuff. <laughs> good. But just really cool and also interesting to see somebody going for the styles clash as well. I feel mm-hmm. like where I don't watch WWE, I never see that move anymore. Yeah, you, so. you really don't, do you? It just, it's, uh, that's that's very true. Yeah, so that was cool. And then, yeah, May in the loss. Bit of a rough handshake afterwards, enforced handshake. And yeah, I, I feel like we're onto something here. Um, You know, I haven't seen any of the subsequent live streams, so maybe she's already talked about it, but just from a you know, straight up reaction perspective, mm. that was my thought that there's there's something brewing here that may is struggling at these uh these big big shows be interesting when she does finally get that that big big win on a on a century show <laughs> i don't know who it'd be against aki maybe yeah that feels like the the one that they have in their back pocket right yeah like that's that's one that's like permanently in the chamber that may versus aki yeah oh god it tear me apart <laughs> who, who would you root for I don't know. I don't think I, I don't know if I'd watch it. It was just <laughs> <laughs> I would just sit in a room with the lights turned off crying. Um no, I don't I'd be fascinated to see it. I really would. And I it's one of those things as well where we've spoken about this before with when wrestlers are close or friends, mm. more often than not, they hit each other that much harder. And yeah. I feel like they'd beat the living hell out of each other. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Um, but it'd be a hell of a match. Oh, mate, surely, surely. And and speaking of Aki, Super Asia title match held the thing for a year now. And it's all change Oof. in in Ichigaya. Yeah, as, uh, it, it really got it. took me by surprise. I, I honestly was very surprised to see, uh, you know, even though you held it for just shy of 400 days. Yeah. It still felt like a massive... The rain could have gone and gone and gone. I felt like you had more road to run, personally. But that said, you're starting to see Aki and May pop up elsewhere. Mm. And, you know, you are this. I mean, the same could be said with Hagane as well. But, um, you know, maybe that is a factor. But I certainly don't begrudge the decision. I thought it was, yeah. um, you know, it was, it was well deserved. Love that it was in a pinning combination because yeah. that's, I feel like that is what really shines in in these it's the hallmark uh, of of uh top tier sort of gato move choco pro i think 100 percent, it's their trademark and you know even more so with folks in attendance as well nice and tight and that whole sequence at the end was brilliant it was so so good and, there, there yeah. were multiple little pinning combinations throughout this contest where there i were. was like that could be it yeah like i you know i was biting on um, do you know what i love as well man i wanted to tell you this before it flies out of my head um i absolutely adore it when wrestlers go for it's generally a cloverleaf but rather than turn them over 
they just pull them up so they're yeah. basically on the head and kind of gradually shuffle forward or what have you. And Aki didn't really even shuffle forward that much here, but he did it to Pagani and it just looks so brutal because, you know, they're really yanking them up and they're in an awkward position. And I, I love I, that. I have a lot of love for it as well. I will reveal when when we used to backyard wrestle that was always how i attempted to do it anyway backyard you do us a disservice sir. we, we <laughs> hired a hall <laughs> yeah that was that's the stuff and i love seeing that here man aki's turned into a crazy good striker yeah that that was going to be the other major point i wanted to make about this match was just that how good and crisp all the all the strikes look this was basically a match of Great strikes and great pinning combinations. Yeah, yeah. It had um initially it had something of that Tai Chi Ibushi match. Um mm. was it a couple of years ago when they just kicked. It was just kicks, yeah. Just kicks. And Aki's leg kicks, man. I mean his forearms are good too, but his leg kicks are brutal. A lot of those getting that thud. And for those of you that haven't taken a leg kick before, you lucky souls, <laughs> the the thud is what you want to avoid. The ones that slap. They sound more impressive, but they don't tend to hurt as much. The thuds are the ones that give you that sort of dull, numbing pain. It's not, and then they were coming thick and fast early on as well. So I, I felt for Agane, but yeah, it was. It, he's got that sort of killer instinct about him now, Aki, which I don't think was necessarily there yeah. previously, or at least it wasn't as prominent. Mm, yeah, definitely, kind of all the time looking more and more like a like a star and improving as a worker it feels like yeah um just you know these excursions to the to the states and kind of working you know uh different opponents as well you know surely can't be a bad thing for his development no 100 percent. and we said this before as well you know nobody sells a loss like balianaki oh, and man it when tears he my heart out yeah it tears my heart out it's so brutal i love that he he sort of leapt at the ref almost to yeah. like stop the ref confirming it. I was like, oh, that's such a nice touch. Mm-hmm. When do you see that? You see it in sport, you know, you see yeah. it in like football, guys kind of crowding the ref to reverse a decision that literally never gets reversed <laughs> and <laughs> it yields no fruit. And yet here it was just perfect. It was really great. His facial expressions are just wonderful. Mm. And uh, yeah, we, I'm conscious we spent a lot of time talking about Aki here and Hagane deserves his flowers, as the kids oh, say. It, yeah, it was a really, really top draw performance. Great kind of fighting from beneath performance. And he's just so slick with those pins, man. You know, as mm. soon as it starts flowing, he's right there. I was very, very impressed with yeah, the whole thing. Looking forward to seeing what he does, you know, being the standard bearer now for uh, Gato Move, Choco Pro. Indeed. Um, you know he's he's been sort of very good for quite a while and so yeah it's nice to see him get that opportunity digging his current like look and gear and yeah the gear is awesome isn't it yeah really cool and you, i guess in the same way as you have with me and aki you also have one in the chamber between he and shay should that ever happen mm-hmm. that would be a that would be a biggie you know scrambled yeah. egg tarts <laughs> So yeah, very cool stuff. I would hope we'd get to see that during this rain, you know, and I also would be very up for Che making it to the top of the mountain in uh, in Chalky P. Yeah, it feels like the next big one to do it, doesn't it, really? That's the, the next one on the list. It's either Che or May, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I also wouldn't be against seeing like 
Kaori Onyama winning it um, and holding it for maybe like a shorter period of time. Mm. And, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, does Hagana go coast to coast like Aki did? It'll be really interesting to see. So, yeah, very yeah. good stuff from uh, Choco Pro 300. Should we just quickly talk about the live show we attended as well? Yeah, absolutely. Live wrestling, baby. Went to Pro Wrestling Eve's Women Behaving Badly 2023 um, last week. I got to tell you, I love this show. I thought it was really good. Um, Really, really fun. Really nicely paced. You know, six yep. matches, um, three the side of the interval, and just a real nice mix of nice mix of matches you know we had yeah. kicking off with a sort of real top tier you know top draw six person tag that had the uprising of the uprising of nightshade Rio o'reilly and sky smithson taking on laura di mateo rain leverkusen and Riho. yeah it was really good stuff this was a great story match and yeah. you know rio played a part so well in this where you know i actually thought i caught the first time where she didn't get the tag when she was expecting it and she yeah. actually shot a look over to our section and it looked like it was just a genuine error <laughs> do you know what yeah. i mean like she kind of her face was sort of like quite bemused not angry just like oh geez okay you know like it quite whimsical and then that was actually the story of the match and that yeah. became more of an issue as it went along and i just think from when when we first saw rio last year to now the the sort of off the ball stuff, if you like, has just come on leaps and bounds. Like she was, mm -hmm. she was a good wrestler, a great wrestler the first time I saw her and still is now. But, you know, the, the chatting during the match, the, the sort of acting side of it, top draw here. I was, I was really, yeah. really impressed. I thought she just sold the story really well. I was like, wow, okay, you're good to go, mate. Good to go. <laughs> that was the, the kind of missing piece of the puzzle, I think, when we when we kind of were first kind of really exposed to Rio. And yeah, she's sort of filled in that gap in in her sort of skill set, uh, and then some. Yeah, yeah, I was very impressed too. So this whole thing was a really fun, easy to watch match. I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, you know, and just the it's hard not to have a fun match against the uprising. Like they're such a, a great bunch of shitheads basically all together <laughs> it's so true and then it was main event time yeah, at least in terms of <laughs> reaction this was the big one for us uh, <laughs> because it's been an ongoing sort of not joke but it's something that an observation that nina samuels is like the best wrestler that never wins like i don't think either of us have ever seen her win and she's really good <laughs> like really good <laughs> I don't understand why she doesn't win. And I thought here against Becca coming in from the States as an import, oh, well, you know, we know how this is going to go. And she bloody won. And when you saw it unfolding, I think I was like, put my <laughs> I was like, kind of grabbed you like, geez, she's yeah. going to win. She's going to win. Like... <laughs> and she did, albeit by some interference from um, Ava, but still, is it a win's a win? This was a good fun match as well. Uh, liked enough of what I saw from Becca. I kind of wondered if they're, we were missing something a little bit yeah. in terms of her character. Maybe you see more of it in the promotions that she's with regularly. Um, I just didn't, I kind of got, I got an idea of what she was about, but not, I didn't feel like we'd had the full experience. No, Do you know what I mean? no, I completely agree. Yeah. Like she, she seemed fine and somebody who I'd be very happy seeing sort of more of, but you know, not somebody I was like, you know, going, going crazy over by yeah, any stretch. So mechanically good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 
But yeah, re- delighted to see Nina Samuels get a win. And hopefully this is a launching pad now. Um, I'm sure if I actually looked up a her cage match or something she's probably won plenty but it's just that i've never seen it happen so no. that was great to see because i th- i think she's top draw like chat all I've of just it. got um cage match open i'm just going back through trying to find shows that we've attended you know so she's got a pretty decent win loss record maybe really? just wear a wear a bad luck charm maybe <laughs> we should stop going sorry nina um <laughs> <laughs> but it's all changed here but yeah i i think she's really really good like great wrestler but also just the character stuff's really excellent. The chat's really excellent. Um, I just think the whole the whole presentation's great. So I'm really glad to see her get a win here. Hopefully, hopefully it keeps going. Yeah. Oh, massively. Yeah. I'm I'm sure because she's also carrying gold around the UK at the moment. You know, she's the Riot Cabaret Women's Champion. What the hell, man? What is the we? Man, I feel bad. We've actually caused that woman to lose. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, Jeez, we're just man. we're just her bad luck charms. Well, you know, hopefully no more, no longer. <laughs> um, next up, the one the match before the interval, generally a banger, and this one was it was um, Millie McKenzie versus Casey, uh, which I thought was a very very good match indeed. Yeah. Which, um, so Millie McKenzie came out on top here. Like going in, I was convinced. Like, well, I, I don't think the the title is changing hands tonight, so surely it's got to be Casey because you know Millie has uh, already lost twice mm. to me, mm. but little did I know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was the same. I was really surprised at the outcome, not in a bad way, just that I thought it was going to go go for Casey. Yeah, this was a really good, good solid match. Both of these these wrestlers are excellent. Um, yeah, and. It, not much more to add, really. Just very, very good. Yeah, just a strong match. Uh, nice way to go out to the interval. Yeah. Should say as well, there was a, a Lizzie Evo um, promo. Oh, yeah. Which in this half. Top notch. Yeah, she's great, right? And, you know, we spoke about this before. Like, maybe it didn't make it on air. Maybe we were just talking about this in the car. But the first time we saw Lizzie Evo, like, I'd had so many people tell me about her mm. and how, you know, she gets people really riled up and she's such a great heel. And... I don't know if it just the match didn't call for it, but I didn't kind of get that vibe. I was like, yeah, yeah, she was, she was good. But you know, I didn't kind of come away feeling that, but this was excellent. You know, I kind of really saw the magic here. She came out great promo stood still, which for me as a, as a person with a, a slight performing background is a real win for me. I, I bloody love it when somebody just comes in <laughs> and stands still. So often you see wrestlers kind of, sort of shuffling kind of backwards and forwards like a hammerhead shark and you know it's just just plant your feet sometimes and get your message across it's um it's powerful and i thought that's what mm. it was so powerful in fact that i thought oh she might win but that's yeah. uh you know it's the best compliment i can give to the promo is that it sold me on her winning i thought she made a really good account of herself didn't she? yeah yeah all right um half two uh the royal aces charlie morgan and jetta uh, against the Queens of Camp, <laughs> Natsu and um, Sashimov Martina. Loads yeah. of fun, this, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, the the sort of heel turn for Charlie and Jetta, I think, has been, you know, a real revelation. Yeah, I want to see those guys just steamrolling people, though, because they're, yeah. they're top-notch. And, uh, I, yeah, I just think they're, they're two of the absolute best in the UK. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I... Yeah, as soon as it, as soon as they get those tag titles, the better, I think. They... Yeah, that seems like the logical, logical conclusion here, doesn't it? Yeah, 
But this was a ton of fun. Really great seeing Natsu live. She's great. So yeah. charismatic, like exactly what you would would hope from yes. from, from watching her. And uh, you know, Sashimov, she just goes these days, yeah. doesn't she? Like I know she's always been pretty good, but I, I feel like she's a different animal. And we were yeah. talking about this afterwards, kind of she's so good now that I'm not even sure if the gimmick kind of fits as well yeah, as it used it, to, if it's as snugly as it used to. Cause... I don't think it's, it kind of serves her any longer. You know, I think she could quite happily discard it at this point and would probably have a higher ceiling. Yeah, I think there's a there's a character evolution coming here because I think we're, we're probably not the first people to say that or say, even say that to her. So I, I think there's something coming and I'm really yeah. interested to see what it is because... She's she's very, very good and has kind of put in the work in terms of creating that fan base and, you know, developing a character. So the next stage is going to mean that much more. So I'm, I'm very interested to see yeah. where that goes. I, re- I really, I really, really hope so. But yeah, glad we got to see Queens of Kampai uh, do their thing here. Yeah, 100%. Uh, next up, Miyuki Takase versus Alexis Falcon. May I just say... Miyuki Takase just looks like a goddamn star. Oh, like her star. gear yeah. so cool. Like the way she the the way she kind of uh presents when she comes out. Mm. Just a proper star. I was blown away. I think, you know, a lot like Julia in that respect, where yes. you know, just uh from the word go, you're like, this person's a huge deal. That's a great comparison. She's like the good version of Julia, as in like the baby face <laughs> version of Julia. Julia comes out and you're like this is the coolest bad guy ever. But, mm-hmm. you know, Takase is like a proper baby face. And yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It's a great comparison. And this is my first time seeing Alexis Falcon. Uh, I thought she was decent. The, the, the one thing I have to say, though, and give her massive kudos on, is she has some of the best facial expressions I've seen. <laughs> like, in response to some of the things people were shouting out, just proper withering. Just, it was great. <laughs> it was really great. Um so yeah, interested to see more of her going forward. Yeah, definitely. You know, and um, would love it if we can have uh, Miyuki back on these shores um, in the not too distant future. But yeah, yeah. She, like, she was she she just kicked ass here. Pro um, Wrestling Eve kind of beat us up a little bit here, didn't they? Because they they got us to buy a ticket, and then they were like, "Oh, by the way, tomorrow night we're going to do Miyuki Takase versus Miyu Mashita." <laughs> like, well, guys. As great as this is, I would have really liked to have seen that, but oh, I can't 100%. afford two nights. No, no. Um, but hey ho, yeah, really good stuff. And um, main event time: Mia Yamashita versus Lizzie Evo. I get a real kick out of seeing Mia live. Oh, <laughs> it just, absolutely. just she just feels she's got a presence to her, hasn't she? Yes. There's like danger, but there's also she. It's weird. She's a real kind of stone cold, cold killer and comes out looking quite stoic and quite stony faced but yet there's still a kind of underlying warmth to her. I don't know yeah. if it's just because we've spoken to her or not but there's just a there's just a warmth to her as well which I think is so much more powerful than just being angry killer sort of thing I think you know deep down as well she's a bit silly like yeah I think yeah. the kind of comparison that I would draw is like to an Okada like you know he's an absolute killer in the ring but you know deep down that he's just a real goofball yeah I <laughs> I saw somebody once say that he's um he's a goof that just so happens to be the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> yeah. like he didn't didn't necessarily have a say in that. He just <laughs> you, you you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're two two for two in your comparisons. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I thought Lizzie looked great here. She really did. good. Yeah, I, I hope this 
served as a an addition of sorts to get her over to Japan. I think um, yeah. she would go great guns over there. Absolutely. Um, you know, and just seeing today, uh, Miyu Yamashita has just been announced for uh, Impact over WrestleMania weekend, I think. The takeover is on, my friends. Yeah. The takeover is on. Yeah. You know, and we'd, we'd been saying, hadn't we, that surely, you know, she's got to start turning up in other, you know, if AEW aren't going to lock her down. Give it time. Yeah, then give it time. Uh, sure, I, be yeah, we, I think we were, both, we were saying, you know, Impact surely are going to come knocking. Yeah, 100%. So that's really good stuff. But I, I kind of left this show with a real feeling of, I don't know, I felt really upbeat. You know, it was a great show, but just we've got so many top tier mm. wrestlers, you know, just on this card alone. Like you could put out, you know, your five aside team, and, our, and ours is as good as anybody's, I think, anyway. You know, I think likes of Lizzie, likes of Millie, Casey, Nina, um, Charlie. Jetta, I'm gonna. I could just name everybody. There's there's so many very very good wrestlers, you know, in our in our scene at the second. So you know, I'm, I I felt really excited for it coming off the back of this. You know, and this and they didn't necessarily have everybody that they regularly use or is available here. You know, so you've got like Emerson Jane, Alex Windsor, obviously who's who's injured. Uh, you know, you who they use regularly as international champion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of people. Uh, we were that... talking about Danny Luna. Yeah, you know, Danny Luna, another yeah. great, great wrestler on the scene as well. So, like the sort of the females over here, are killing it, crazy, crazy good. So, you know, and then the fact that you had the uprising, who are all, you know, the three of them siloed away in a in a six person tag, could all conceivably being you know top of the card you know near the top of the card or main events for eve as well same with uh, same with rio yeah, yeah absolutely you're absolutely right so yeah they've got an embarrassment of riches um at their disposal it's very 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 promising indeed yeah and also um just in case you're wondering um i thought the lighting was really good <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, much improved. I should say that I was in a different position to last time, but um, you know, on the off chance that Dan is listening, I thought the lighting was wonderful. Yeah, we, yeah, we had a top-notch time. Um, I well, I think every time we've been to Eve, we've had an incredible evening. You know, I think the only thing missing for us was uh, our pals from uh, Scotland. Indeed, yeah, absolutely, indeed. Uh, I would actually say this is my favourite one. Yeah. That I've been to see. I thought this was a real nice, easy, fun show. Just flew by. It was great. Yeah, really top marks for me. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Anyway, we've spoken for a while and we've got a little bit of a uh, little bit of time to go in this interview with KJ because we cover a lot of ground as well. So rather than burn you out, we should probably move on. So I'll throw you over now to our interview with KJ. Okay, folks, here we go. We welcome back to the podcast our old friend KJ. And I'm absolutely delighted with this because the last time we spoke to you, sir, you were here as a fellow observer of the Graps. And now you return to the podcast as a participant of sorts. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm great, Liam. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's I've, I've flipped the script here. 180 degrees, I, I would say. Right? <laughs> it's the coolest thing. When I saw those pictures of you... <laughs> Um, with the suit on, we got to talk about the suit as well. Um, <laughs> I was like, this guy's about to live the dream. This is madness. So, 
So we've got, we're talking about WrestleFest DXB, which is the the big promotion um, coming out of UAE. Um, so give us the four one one, mate. How did you get involved with this? Uh, so, oh, the story uh, might be a bit uh, long and windy, so I'll try and uh, compress it as much as I can. Uh, I, as you know, uh, you and I we met through Inside the Ropes. Mm-hmm. So I've been working with Inside the Ropes for a number of years now, uh, podcasting for them since 2018 and uh then obviously during covid the expansion happened with the the website and everything and you know i got added to another podcast uh you know i started doing um editorial stuff and things of that nature uh and through you know my connections inside the ropes i've i've been lucky enough to interview a few people i started uh my own podcast which you've been on plenty of times yes um, where you know we we discussed uh, wrestling ufc etc so i i sort of have this body of work now in professional wrestling and i started i, I noticed the scene in dubai initially there wasn't much exposure uh, i'd see uh, something called wrestling me and i was like oh okay cool you know they're starting something uh, but it it seemed quite small mm. um and i said oh you know maybe one of these days i should just go around and, and check it out um, and I just kept pushing it, pushing and pushing it. But then at some point I was like, uh, you know, I think, I think I should go. I, I think I have like enough, I have enough connections over here to, to maybe perhaps help the wrestling scene in Dubai. And, uh, you know, to my surprise, by the time, uh, I, I reached out, things were moving so fast, mm-hmm. uh, on their end that the team had grown the wrestlers, uh, who were training were were working with each other uh in this you know incredible sort of um uh flow it was just it's 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 hard to explain because it's so small yet it's so big um it there's so much growth that i've seen so i've i've only been uh you know a part of this since i would say about june of last year and uh, I, I got in touch with uh, Shaheen, who uh, inevitably became the inaugural Dubai world champion. And, um, you know, I, I got in touch with him and uh, he, you know, he took the time out to meet me and uh, we had a meeting and I told him, I said, listen, man, I've, I've got a lot of connections. I might be able to help you out here, you know, bring bring some of the boys from the UK, bring, bring maybe some of the guys from the US, from, you know, ex WWE guys, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I might be able to put you in touch with these people. And uh, he and I were just basically sharing all the people we knew. So he's, he knows Finn Balor. He knows Lita. He knows, uh, you know, he knows a bunch of them. And, uh, and as do I, so, so we're trying to put our heads together to see how we can make this work. And this guy is just traveling everywhere. He goes to the UK. He's, he's been on a month long tour now um, in Canada, in the UK, um, I think he was in Malaysia recently. Yeah, I saw he was in Malaysia. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so he he he's been everywhere. You know, even in the Middle East, he's he's wrestling in Saudi Arabia and Qatar, I think Kuwait. So he he wrestles everywhere. And mm. and so so WrestleFest DXB started March twelfth of two thousand twenty two, right? Twenty twenty two. I don't know why I said that way. Twenty twenty two, and basically it was. It was just like, yeah, okay, maybe this is a one-off thing, but it it did so well, and I think having this sort of uh, quote-unquote pay-per-view model of a monthly show 
just worked really well with the fans who love wrestling, who live in this region. Mm. Um, so it it worked really well. And so they, they decide to have another show and then another show and then another one, another one. And then summer comes around and it's really hot. So, you know, a lot of people travel, kids, you know, because uh, the country is comprised of a lot of foreign people, let's say, who are, who, who are expats. who They mm. don't live here. They're here to work, make some money, and then go back to their country. Right. And and so what happens is in the summer when the kids are off school, parents usually go back home. They stay there. And so so we didn't run any shows in the summer because a lot of people travel. Um, and then uh, as soon as about, I believe it was end of August, September, the show started again. And I started becoming more involved. So now at this point, I have my own production company that I started here. And I said, listen, let me do some of the production for you guys, you know, pro bono. Uh, I won't take a, a dime for it um, because there isn't a lot of money coming in yet. So we're, you know, so the tickets are being bought by, by the fans, but that goes right back into the the venue rent and all that stuff. So, sure. yeah. so it's, it's basically just self-sustaining at this point. And so what we do is, so I come in, I've got one hard cam and I've, I've got a, like a, like a moving cam with, with either me or one of the guys I was working with. And so I'm filming the stuff, filming the stuff, filming the stuff. I'm backstage. I'm talking to the boys and I see that they really know what they're doing. You know, I, from an outsider's perspective, I look in and I'm like, oh, this is probably some, you know, looks like something that you'd see at a birthday party. You know, right. like just, just, just some guys coming in, you know, they, yeah. they, they know how to suplex each other, don't know how to take a proper bump, you know, but no, I was so mistaken. Um, these guys are working on their characters are working on, on their, um, in ring work. They're working on building stories. They're, you know, working out how wrestling works mm. and, and this whole thing. This ecosystem is just, you know, uh, from the outside, if you're looking in, you're just like, oh, this is, they don't know what they're doing, but you'd be surprised at the level that these guys are at. So we had guys like Dan Maloney, we had Progress Wrestling come in and, you know, work, uh, work some shows here, uh, work yes. one show here, you know? So, so you had your um, demo was here. And uh, Tate Mayfair's and uh, like so, so there's so many people. That we had Charlie Morgan, uh, you know, who Charlie Morgan and Alex Windsor, who wrestled the first ever women's main event in the Middle East. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, you no, know? that's absolutely in, mad. In any so, so for us, that was a huge accomplishment, and I got to work that show. You know, I was, I was, I was filming the entire match, and it was so. And then at some point, Shaheen and I started discussing my further involvement in this. And, you know, there, we're, we're lacking sort of someone who, who sets the rules, essentially. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it, before my presence, even now, it, it was sort of the Wild West. You know, here, someone comes in, they make a claim. Okay, I guess it goes, you know. Um, but I decided that maybe it's time that we need, we need some, for the lack of a better term, authority. So, <laughs> so I, I revealed that I'm actually the one 
you know, booking things. I'm making the matches. Uh, I'm the one whose approval the, the boys need before they go out there. I work the cameras. I got up close and personal with the boys. I know, you know, who's doing what. I know I know it oh, wow. better than anyone. So you, you did know? the whole undercover boss thing then, basically. <laughs> Precisely. I was Vince McMahon before Vince McMahon. This is a terrible comparison to make in, in 2023, but I was, <laughs> I was essentially... Yeah, whoa, whoa, okay. I was a variant, let's say. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I, I, I got up close and personal with the boys and, and I could see that, um, you know, there's there's so much potential here. There's so mm. much potential. And the best part about WrestleFest DXP is the plethora of, of nationalities that we have. Right. Okay. Where, where people are there, not only supporting the wrestling scene in Dubai because they love wrestling, but people are also supporting their countrymen and women. And, and so we've got, um, you know, Lebanese guy, we've got Filipino guy, we've got an Indian guy, we've got a Pakistani guy, we've got Emiratis, we've got, we've got so many different people. And, you know, you, if you don't know who to root for, you start off with your countrymen, you know, you're like, okay. Oh, wow. Guys- it's like a real sort of sports yeah. element to it where you just, you, you go with your, your nationality. Yeah, precisely. You know, and then you start seeing things, you're like. Oh, okay maybe maybe yeah. this guy i don't like this no, guy. Very guy, good. You know? we're gonna go yeah. <laughs> so so like the 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 tag team champions so we had the inaugural tag team champions crowned at the last show mm. and uh we also had uh the haroon twins who are uh very popular youtubers they have three million subscribers on oh, youtube whoa. okay and they're they're quite well known they were actually uh if you go to their instagram page they were uh, filming a video with Patrice Evra, and really, and, oh, yeah, wow. and so Patrice Evra was was you know uh, I guess officiating their wrestling moves, and you know they were working our our show with us, you know, and and that was incredible because it's like the Haroon twins are are here in Dubai working WrestleFest DXP, and you know I I got the opportunity to step in the ring with them. And, you know, I was their mouthpiece. Um, I also, uh, you know, sort of, uh, there there are people there at WrestleFest, DXB, like Kuya Burns and Shaheen, who now seem to be rising above the authority, but I have to sort of remind them that, you know. Everyone hates the boss. It's always yeah. the way, mate. Yeah. Hey, I, I tell you, you know, there's, there's a few things as heartbreaking as looking to your girlfriend's eyes and she's booing you. And, <laughs> and. Uh, and I'd understand if it was a low boo, but she seemed to like the veins in her neck were visible. And I said, all right, she's getting something is... out of her system. <laughs> <This is... laughs> uh. So, so um, it was, for me, it was an absolutely incredible moment. Cause I didn't tell anyone. Um, and you know, I didn't tell you, I didn't tell Ollie. Right. I didn't tell my girlfriend. I didn't tell my brother. And luckily my brother doesn't live in the country. So my brother was out. He lives in India. And he happened to be here, um, you know, right after his wedding. And uh, I convinced him. I was like, hey, let's go for the show. You know, we'll go. It'll be a good time. We'll have a lot of fun. And so there was a few people there. And I didn't tell anyone. I opened the show. And so when I came out, the the look of confusion on their face yeah. was priceless. That's because- the dream, though, isn't it? That is right up there with, you know, being in the stands a football match with all the gear on and then yeah. needing an extra player and saying like right you <laughs> over here quick yeah yeah <laughs> we need you Except on the wing 
but that... except I got except I got booed, but you know it by all of them. But, you know it it is about the same. I guess. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's the coolest thing. I mean, how yeah. you know you've do, clearly done performance stuff before. You know, public speaking things of that nature. You're a known quantity. What? But how did this compare? Was that you know in terms of nerves? Was it? equivalent or surprisingly um i haven't done a lot of public speaking uh the 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 most recent case of public so when i did the the live shows for inside the ropes um uh, you know uh, there's a lot of uh so I, I work the tickets usually right so i'm sitting at the ticket table people coming in it's my job to sort of set the mood for them you know because they're all waiting outside in the cold usually and and they're they're just waiting to go in, so they're they're not in the best of moods, but you know they're mm-hmm. about to meet the wrestlers. So it's my job to typically make them feel good about themselves, or you know, put a put a smile on their face. Right. Say. And uh, you know, so I I started doing that with inside the ropes. Podcasting helps in in the way I talk as well, uh, enunciation and and things of that nature. So I sort of became confident in the way I speak through that. Um, and. I reached this point in my head where I, I don't care what people think. Right. Uh, if if I mess up, I mess up. There are people. I mean, The Rock got called out for having notes written on his wrist. So <laughs> I mean, and that's The Rock. Yeah. Uh, you know. So I, if if people can call out The Rock, who am I? You know. God, I would so... have been furious if I was if I was him and somebody had done that to me. I would have been absolutely furious. <laughs> like, are you kidding so, me? So, so... <laughs> And that's what I mean. So, so for me, I think of it from that perspective. Like, I'm not as big as The Rock. If even if I mess up, who cares? They'll make fun of me. Yeah, that's their job. That's what they have to do. You know, it's my job to do the best I can. And so I came out. I was, I was littered throughout that show. On my debut, uh, even the twins backstage were telling me they're like, "Dude, you are the star of the show." I said, "I'm trying not to be because <laughs> you guys are the featured people. You guys yeah. should be out there more than I." But I was every time they're like, "All right, KJ, you know, you got to go sort this out. There's a there's a match, there's a decision that needs to be overturned. You need to go out." So every time uh my music hit. So I I picked I think I picked some incredible music. So there's there's a song called Simon Says by pharaoh monch oh yeah you know it right of course yeah yeah. so so it's it's such a cool song but it's also got an ominous start to it oh my gosh um so it's actually uh it's a sample of the original godzilla film like the godzilla had um I think I can't remember which year it was but but godzilla had this sound bite of like this Da, 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 da. so so that sample has been taken into the song now we're a small independent company like we're no one's gonna sue us for any copyrights here so hey have at it you know one of the, the guys Joe here that was his ring of honor theme song he's gonna well so so that's what when <laughs> so we were streaming this on twitch and people are like samoa joe and <laughs> And I'm standing there, I'm reading the comments. I'm like, they are so disappointed in this. <laughs> what happened to Samoa Joe? Somebody get me some multicolored shorts. We could do yeah. it. <laughs> we can do it. I can style it out. It's fine. <laughs> I need a towel. Just give me a towel. Um, so so 
you know, people thought it was Samoa Joe initially, and they're like, who the hell is this guy, you know? And I, I come out to immediate booze, and as you alluded to earlier, the suit. Um, I, think the, I think the suit is... Uh, the suit's the thing of beauty. What is that, maroon it's, or something? That's it's, a... it's, yeah, it's it's almost like a burgundy maroonish sort of... Uh, oh. It's a someone someone compared it to the Joker's suit. It's a, hadn't it's a, thought of that. Yeah, it's a darker shade of that purple. I'd say like a much darker, deeper shade. Um, it's it's a nice suit. Uh, I'm I'm planning on switching the suits up at all the shows that I go to. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was it was a fun. Uh, it, it was really fun. It was really fun going out there and uh, you know, ha- hey, you guys want to boo me, boo me, but. I'm there to make things right, you know. Man, so is this is this going to be like a regular thing going forward then? Yeah, so uh, we our next show is uh, I hope I'm not dating this podcast, but uh, on the 18th of uh, of March, nice. and and so we're we're doing our anniversary special, and uh, it's it's gonna be you know it's it's a big show, and I'm I'm on the show obviously. Uh, obviously have to make things right, you know, make sure everything's going smooth and, mm. and no one's doing anything that they're not supposed to be doing. So, you know, I am, I am there for that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I do believe I will be there uh, on, on almost every show going forward. Oh man, that's so, so very cool. Um, yeah. I, I can't tell you how impressed and indeed jealous I am. That, that's very cool. Like I'm intrigued though. What were you talking about? kind of finding this group of guys that were local and all and you know your expectations are at a certain level mm-hmm. and here they are they're they're fantastic i mean where are they where are they training is it in conjunction with the company or are they getting trained elsewhere and coming to coming to the area so uh a lot of them like so for example one of our guys uh, mk uh he he's been there from the start and he he's trained with uh, people like spike trevay uh in in the uk um fires who's also one of the you know uh long long-term guys i would say he's been there from for a very long time uh fires uh was also living in the uk training in the uk oh wow so i think i think they've cultivated a sort of uh uh, relationship with a lot of the progress guys mm-hmm. um you know i i think uh uh dan maloney has has been here uh many times so dan dan i think has had three matches here on different events um so he's been around quite a bit he's incredibly um, underrated i think so sort of internationally oh, i don't think oh, people realize how good he is dan is Dan looks like a professional wrestler. Yeah, he does. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, so I took so when when we were uh, the first show I attended, I just attended as one of the fans. So uh, took my misses and uh, a few of my friends. Now only three of us watched wrestling, and the remaining three did not. So we're mm. sitting there front row, uh, watching this match uh, or watching the show rather, and out comes Dan Maloney. You know, for the main event. And up to this point, we're like watching the guys. We're like, oh, you know, there's a, a Savage Sam. He's like a big, muscly guy, right? Um, Johnny Evers, big, tall Dutch guy. Um, and uh, you've got uh, Eli Hush, who, who's, you know, essentially a mime, doesn't speak. 
uh, Nova Knox, who's the intergalactic champion now. Amazing. Um, you know, so you've got so many characters, your J-Blades, your, your Zephyrs, your everyone. There's so many people there. And, and then out comes Dan Maloney, and you see the muscles and muscles on this man. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, is this guy a muscle head? Nope. He can go in that ring. Yeah. And and he goes up against Shaheen, one of our best over here. You know, as much as I hate Shaheen now, uh, this guy is is really good at what he does. I have to admit, you know, the uh, he's taken so much inspiration from your from people like Lita, from Rey Mysterio, from you know, the smaller people, the underdogs who fight back. Mm. And that's who Shaheen is, you know. Uh and and then the the sort of dichotomy of of dan maloney and, and shaheen sort of visually is like oh my god dan's gonna kill this guy you know <laughs> and that just adds so much more to that match where it, it's just such a beautifully flowing sort of story in that mm. match where you hear uh, they were on the other side of the ring i remember and i all i heard was the chop Ooh. that dan gave shaheen dan sound chops doesn't he yeah that sounded like a gunshot. And I was just, oh. And I the thing is, I interviewed both of them after the match for Inside the Ropes. And, uh, and you know, they were both sat there. You know, Dan was covered in blood uh, by the end of the night. And, and Shaheen was sat there with just ripples and just, like, bruises forming yeah. on his chest. I was like, good God, man. Oh. But they, they put, you know... Uh, it might seem like a small show, but these guys are putting everything on the line, you know? But it's the only way, isn't it? It's the only way to yeah. build it. And it, something's working as well because, you know, mm. I can't say that I knew of any wrestling in the UAE last year, but certainly WrestleFest blipped up um, on my radar with the Alex Windsor-Charlie Morgan match. And since then it does appear to be sort of becoming increasingly noisy. And I would say that's true of not even just WrestleFest, but also, you know, companies in Malaysia, Singapore, Mm -hmm. Thailand, you know, there's, I think wrestling in Asia always used to mean Japan, but it kind of feels like it's, it's shifting out now and you're getting a more continental spread and and seeing different things pop up, which I I personally think is awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I think as a, if you're the type of fan that likes seeking out new stuff, this should be music to your ears because there's, you know, yeah. there's a whole host of new guys and gals to to check out. Yeah. So the question is then, because you know how it goes, you've been watching wrestling a long time, you know the deal. The uh, authority figures can only <laughs> stay hands off so long. There's, there comes a time when. <laughs> be it some sort of gi a la eric bischoff or <laughs> the black gi huh yeah or you know I, I won't put you in whatever terrible thing michael cole wore that year but um <laughs> you know they they always get involved so you know have you considered this has this crossed your mind that at some point it's going to get oh, physical absolutely not no i'm not there's no there's no way they're going to get me in that ring i <laughs> i am i am I'm in that ring. Look, I I I respect and admire. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't. I respect and admire everything these guys do. They have the courage that not 
you know a lot of people would have to do this and and i'm sure we're both on the same boat when we think of you know everything that goes into this craft mm-hmm. um i don't have i don't have what it takes to do that um at the same time if 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 i am sort of crossing the in the wrong way i might lay a hand uh but I don't. I don't expect one back. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> I'm. I'm pretty sure Shaheen would be listening to this at some point. So I'm just letting him know that you know, if if you do push me, that there might be some pushback. But don't you dare push me back on that because that's, <laughs> it's not going to go well. But there's no. There's no intention. I look. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a wrestler. Let's. But, I'm uh, excited to revisit this in a year's time. When you can- <laughs> Through multiple flaming tables and <laughs> <laughs> super kicks out of your mind, I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, uh, two two of our our boys, uh, Jay Lamrod and and Ramsey, uh, both had this incredible street fight uh, not so long ago, and uh, there were some tables broken, chairs broken, and and Jay Lamrod wrestled that match with a bad back, um, and. He his he's unfortunately wrestled his last show. He had to retire. Oh dear! Uh, and oh no! He's he's quite young. Um, but he he unfortunately had to retire. Uh, after the last show, he just you know MRIs and everything just really terrible. Um, and his back is sort of you know gone. Um, oh geez, well best of wishes so, to him. Um, yeah, yeah hope, hope things can improve one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh. So there's there's again we're 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 trying to grow this thing you know it's 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 mm-hmm. a it's 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 a constant you know sort of work that we're putting into this but um, the rewards are coming in exponentially uh, I think the last show I didn't I didn't see the crowd until I got out there and I don't think there was space to put another seat in there oh wow. Um, Hey. Yeah, and it's and we're we're performing in a warehouse, so it's quite spacious already. And, Fantastic. Okay, and, so there's a real sort of desire for this kind of thing that was just not being serviced effectively. Yeah, the, the, it's it's all about the exposure, right? Mm-hmm. So so if you're if you're wrestling in in a warehouse uh, in front of fifty people, those fifty people, if you put on a good show, they leave. They tell people, oh yeah. At this wrestling show, wrestling, mm. wrestling here, like yeah, it's actually pretty good. Oh, okay, maybe I'll check it out. You know, yeah, let me know next time you're there. And then boom, that person comes around. You know, and they're like, oh, then they tell someone. So it's it's time, you know, to to grow it. Um, there's a Virgin Mega Stories here that they're putting our ads up. Um, oh on, wow, okay, that's on, great. When you visit, uh, go to the Visit Dubai website. Uh, WrestleFest is there. Um, so, so we're getting exposure finally, uh, and you know we're we're putting the work. We're we're trying to make sure that everyone is is doing their part, and you know we're we're doing whatever we can, you know, and we're trying to build the interest, uh, you know, figure out how to hook the people, and you know that's what we're doing every show, and and you know I I think we're doing a, a fantastic job, if I may so so, if I may say so myself. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I don't disagree. So, There's definitely noise, which is fantastic. And that's, you know, that's what you want. Um, so w- one last thing then. I'm just, I'm really interested on on a human level, sort of having been a fan for so long and been kind of adjacent to it. Did, where, when exactly did it hit you that you've been like, oh, wow, I've actually just been 
I've been a part of it now. I'm not just sort of outside of it or discussing it. I've actually been a part of the show at this point. Because that, I guess, for many people listening, that's kind of the dream, isn't it? To you know, it yeah. certainly is for me anyway. To be like, wow, okay, I did that. You know, that when did that hit you? The the bucket list thing was sort of. Um, I think it hit me once I saw the pictures come through. Um, you know, the we have this incredible photographer who works the shows, and he 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 took some of the pictures and then he he sent them over to me, and. And when I was going through the pictures, it hit me because it, you can, it's not just the in-ring stuff. It's also when we're having conversations backstage behind the curtain. And when we were talking to each other, I, I was just like, oh, my God, that's, that's me. That's me. <laughs> and then I went out there and, and I was in that ring. And look, I, 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 I'm not <laughs> by no means am I the best talker in the world. I... You know, I was I was all over the place. I was all over the place. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna pretend like I knew what the hell I was doing. But at some point, you know, it. Well, first of all, the booing threw me off completely. I wasn't expecting <laughs> to get booed immediately. Um, yeah, at least so, let me offend you first. So, <laughs> precisely, you know. So uh, I came out. And I I still remember there was this this guy. I met him after the show. He just stood up from his seat. He was he was in the third row. He stood up looked right into my eyes, pointed at me and booed. And I said, you don't even know me. I just came out here for the first time. Why are you booing? What did I do? And um, and then I kept coming out every so often. There's so much to remember. So much was happening. And I was just like, oh my God, I need to say this. I need to say that. I have to remember to say this. And it was just, everything was just, it was it was so much. And I was like, okay. I, w- I was a bit overwhelmed. True. Not, from, yeah. not from an anxiety standpoint, but just like, Oh man, there's so much. Oh, I can't believe you forgot that. But again, I'm in that mindset of like, it's okay. You're allowed to mess up your first time, you know. Mm. Um, and and surely I did, but uh, you know, I, I'll have a better understanding the second time. So you know, March 18th comes around, and and I'm out there. I'm gonna make sure that I, I deliver what I need to, you know. And yeah. And so sorry to come back to your point. Yeah, it, it hit me after about um the first the first few pictures that I saw that, that the photographer had sent me and, and I was looking at them. I was like, wow, that I did that. I managed to do that. Like what from a, if I, I don't know. I, I must've been 11 when I started watching wrestling and I was like, right. 11 year old guy watching them on TV to, to going, working, you know, uh, around the WWE ring itself. And then, you know, interviewing these guys, becoming friends with some of them. Mm. And now just being in this world of where I'm doing it on some level. And it's like, it, I don't think I've fully grasped it. Yeah. I don't yeah, think I I've fully sunk yeah. in. I might just wake up at some point, you know, and be like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. It was I think whoever was taking the photos that night has done you an absolute service, you know, for your future self. Cause there's that one, which I'll undoubtedly use for the graphic. Whereas the picture of you and then behind you on the screen, it's just like got K and J either side of you. Yeah. That's that's the dream. We've done it. We've oh. completed it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, this this it's guy over. was so good. He's yeah. so good. Nailed it. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, shout out to yeah. Shout out to at. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get his uh, Instagram handle up. Dude, yeah, do. Catnip kill the cat. I believe is is what his handle is. Um, 
Yeah, catnip <laughs> killed the cat. Fantastic. So that's, that's his page. He he's an ex- excellent, just an exceptional photographer. He's yeah, really he's nailed good. it there. Yeah. So catnip killed the cat. If you want to check out uh, some of his work, really, Wonderful. really good. So uh, yeah. is this going to be? Is this available to watch, or is it going to be available to watch going forward? Because I imagine it will have piqued some interest, you know, for some of the folks listening that do like to go out and find new stuff, get ahead, find that indie band before they get signed. That's kind of how I equivalent, uh, how I kind of equate this sort of stuff. I think it's that sort of thing. So, is there is there a way of getting hold of it? I'll, I'll, I'll be completely frank and and completely transparent, right? Um, we so we have a YouTube channel. Right, Russellfest DXB has a YouTube channel. We've got some matches up there and stuff. Um, from what you said, the, the cassette indie band before before they become popular, I I'm I'm fairly confident it, with the work that goes into this, the connections that people have, um, the exposure that Russellfest is getting. You are going to see some of these guys on the stuff that you're already watching. Mm-hmm. I, that I can I can almost guarantee it i'm 99 percent sure that one of these guys is going to show up somewhere on your regularly scheduled tv programming that you're watching um and there is yeah so so typically we have it up on twitch so twitch also has a russellfest uh, dxp channel oh great and i believe the twitch twitch keeps it up for a week or two weeks something oh fantastic okay so you can watch it before it's it's automatically deleted. We used to edit the matches. I used to edit the matches. I've done commentary for some of the matches as well. Um, but uh, right now it's a bit difficult with all the commissioner responsibilities that I have to to take that on as well. So I, I, I'm I'm starting to recognize the similarities between me and Vince McMahon a little lot more. Same, <laughs> same. Been saying it for a while. <laughs> Well, if I could get Vince McMahon's hair, that'd be fantastic. But, you know, um, someone yelled, someone I have, I don't know who it was. Someone yelled, "Head and shoulders" when I came out at me, <laughs> and it almost broke me. I almost started laughing because that was one of the funniest things I've ever heard yelled <laughs> at a wrestling show. Oh my Head gosh! Shoulders. I'm a bald a... man, by the way. For people who don't know, I have no hair. So this is pretty mean but you know you've got, you've got a decent facial hair you could use them <laughs> yeah you know but head and shoulders that was hysterical that was that's pretty good i'm pretty upset good. by that if i'm honest um <laughs> you have a lovely head of hair so you're too kind yeah i wouldn't want anybody disputing that so yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh this is great well look I'm, I'm glad we did this and i'm i will oh, be likewise. sure to check out the twitch stream for the show that is, that is this weekend this coming weekend so i'm really yes, pumped sir. up for that we will get all the details of that in the show notes. If you do want to check it out, see KJ do his thing, then it'll all be there for you. And yeah, let, let, let us know, let him know. We'd love to, I'm sure the guys would appreciate all the feedback in the world. So, you know, keep it coming. We'd be really interested in that. Oh yeah, um, 100%. Have you got anything? Well, I know you've got stuff to plug because you do <laughs> a million things, but I'll, I'll hand over the, the floor to you just to, to go through your, your myriad plugs. Oh, uh, thank you. It's so kind. Uh, I have uh, I have to remember which order. To, I'll try alphabetical, maybe. Uh, but I do I do a podcast uh, for Inside the Ropes. I do two podcasts for Inside the Ropes. Uh, one is called The Wrestling Roast. That's free to, to listen to on our Inside the Ropes uh, channels, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. 
you know it's it's available everywhere uh we also have our um uh patreon where i do the pot of thunder which is a uh trip down memory lane to review uh wcw thunder <laughs> the, uh, we, by the way you you haven't been on yet have you no no i haven't done pot of thunder yet no gareth okay. has isn't he gareth came on once gareth has you yeah. okay you're you're gonna be our next guest i'm gonna Fantastic. speak to ollie about this you're gonna be our next guest uh, i'm gonna I'm be, sure... i actually really liked thunder so <laughs> well you're gonna come on for a pay-per-view so we, we need to oh. figure out which pay-per-view it's gonna be Fantastic. Um, so we just Fantastic. did sold out 2000 with kenny mcintosh and uh yeah oh lord it's it's <laughs> it started as a joke and ollie and i <laughs> thought it would be funny to review a terrible show and now it's it's five years down the line, and the show just <laughs> the show only ran from 1998 to 2001. Was like, five was years, five years into it, and it's still not done. It's just oh, why amazing. is it taking so long? So we're in the year 2000. So we only have a year and a half left. All he's done calculations. He said, "I think in three years we'll be done." So find <laughs> something else like velocity or something. Good like lord, that. no, no! That I actually suggested that. that velocity that was, was great. Velocity. That's what I told Ali, and he's like, "Velocity?" I said, "Velocity." Yeah. I'll never forget Frankie Kazarian's <laughs> two-week run on that. He was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, oh, his hair I, and I, stuff. Yeah. For me, it's Billy Kidman. Billy Kidman was the star of Velocity. Billy Kidman was great. Josh Matthews yeah. is good on commentary, and that was before. Yeah. He kind of went a little bit over in TNA, but yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah, job done. Yeah, so yeah, so we do we do the part of Thunder on Patreon. Uh, it's it's up there inside the ropes dot com forward slash Patreon. If you if you want to check out some, yeah, we, we've had uh a lot of funny moments, a lot of funny moments, and uh, and that's kind of what the the whole podcast is. Is this it's it's satire, it's it's humor, it's just it's it's funny. To, to listen to us in pain talking about some of the worst wrestling that ever existed um you know so uh so i do that um and if, if you'd like to just you know keep up with the stuff that i i do i you know i tweet a lot and and uh my instagram as well is my posts aren't active but my stories are so uh, I would be sharing, you know, the, the WrestleFest stuff. If you're interested in checking that out, uh, just uh, at that KJ guy. So it's it's the same handle across every platform you can imagine. Your TikTok, your uh, Instagram, your Twitter, and everything. I'm I'm at that KJ guy across all of them. So yeah, that's. I guess those are sufficient enough plugs. <laughs> it's like one of those multi plugs then like an extension cord there are so many of them it's, uh, you've done very well to remember hats off to you sir <laughs> like, oh uh, what a pleasure it's always great to have you on uh let's not leave you, us so long next time um yes so yes maybe see if we can check in later this year and see how everything's developing but you know anytime i'm anytime. pleased for you it's wonderful stuff and uh, i'm really looking forward to watching the show as well so there we go thank you very much kj and we'll be back in a bit thank you so much and that was the wonderful KJ. What a guy. I love that guy. Yeah, he's a goodie. He is. He's, he's good fun. I'm sad I couldn't make the, the actual interview. I know, mate. But I know. It, was a, it was a treat getting to like listen. He's such a nice dude, and I'm absolutely delighted for yeah. what he's doing now. I think this is really, really exciting. So It's just so lovely to listen to somebody making their sort of dreams come true. That's it. That's it. Yeah, no fair play to him. All right, friends. 
we've been talking for a while, so we should probably wrap things up. Our episode on Friday is the first of our X episodes, and it's quite exciting for us because even we are not entirely sure who it's going to be. Um, <laughs> not to say that we don't have things in the can, we do. It's just which one to release. So we'll figure that one out and let you know. Keep an eye on the socials because we're going to reveal it there first and uh, have a good time with it. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, at wrestling pods, wrestling without the e, wrestling pod at gmail.com is where you can send us a good old fashioned email. And wrestlingpod.com has the links to everything places to listen, uh, podcast platforms. If you would be so kind as to leave, leave us a rating, we'd be super duper grateful. That really does help a lot and secure more interviews. That's really helpful. Uh, and also our personal Twitters as well. Please come and hang out with us individually where we're talking about other stuff we'd be really grateful for that yeah absolutely and also at our link tree which you can find at wrestlingpod.com are links to the two different methods of which you can uh, support us financially to kind of keep the lights on keep paying for the translators keep the interviews flowing the main one is patreon which is patreon.com forward slash the wrestling podcast with a variety of tiers starting at uh, three dollars and sort of going all the way up to 19 with a variety of different rewards you know i think the uh, right in the middle there's uh, access to discord channel early access to interview episodes or an article from liam regular shout outs on the podcast you know so that's the sort of middle middle tier with extra stuff if you go further up or you know fewer things if you're a little bit further down but you know there's there's a lot of like nice bits and pieces there and if there's something we're not doing and you think we you know you would like to see us doing for patreon just let us know the other one is ko-fi which is ko hyphen fi.com forward slash wrestling pod and that's better if you want to give like a one-off or recurring monthly donation and you don't care about the rewards so yeah anything you can give there just kind of keeps helps us keep the stuff coming pays for our overheads and yeah just means that this thing is sustainable long term perfect thank you gareth and thank you everybody for listening thanks again to our pal kj um we had a really good time chatting and we'll see you guys on friday for our next interview episode in the meantime stay happy stay safe and enjoy the graps. Mm-hmm.